So teams traveling to Florida, right? What are their means of travel? That's one, right? Um, what are you restricting them to? Because okay, you could say can't go to a club, can't go to can't go to a bar with more than 15 people. You can't go wherever. But you know, if they go if if they go to to five guys to pick up a burger, yeah. they can catch it there. You can go to your hotel where there's other people yeah. staying. Yeah, you can catch it there. It's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. All right. All right. What's going on, lunch breakers and takers? This is another episode of the Lunch Break Hot Take. I am Jose. And this is Bradney. And today we are going to discuss the NFL. The NFL is back. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty soon. They, they just had their, they finalized their agreement, I guess. Players are going to be reporting to training camp next week, uh, starting next week. But we just want to go over some of the stuff they agreed to and, you know, kind of give our thoughts on it. Yeah. So, yeah, they, like B said, they came to an agreement. Um, we'll go over that real quick. There's going to be some changes to uh, to the preseason. There's not going to be any. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Preseason is gone, which the, the writing was on the wall, right? When When they canceled the – Hall of Fame game, and then said the last week of the preseason and the first week of the preseason uh, mm. were going to be canceled. I mean, it's, you're, you're two games to go, you know. So yeah, and and the owners have been angling for fewer preseason games anyway. Uh, right. So I think this is this is just them. You know, the, I, I won't say an excuse. Yeah, you, I mean, you shouldn't be playing. Period. Right. Probably, but you know, preseason's gone now. They'll bring it back as two games, and then that'll just be what it is. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, no more ninety-man rosters. They cut it down to eighty-man roster. Right. Which again, if you if you only have if you're not playing the preseason, you know you don't need ninety. You don't probably don't need eighty. But it does. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it it prevents a lot of players from getting a shot at trying to make the team who otherwise would have had a shot though. Yeah. Um, this this. Um, brings up an argument to, for, you know, come together, uh, put together some sort of, um, uh, like, D-League, right? Right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the NFL used to have something like that with NFL Europe. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm assuming it just wasn't making enough money, wasn't, you know, uh, expanding the, the audience the way they wanted, so it shut down, but... I mean, I, I think the NFL absolutely needs something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So no preseason, any man rosters, and the players have some restrictions. You wanna go over that? Yeah. You know, they they are they have some personal restrictions, not uh not work things this in their personal life, not allowed to go to indoor clubs, uh indoor parties of more than 15 people, indoor church services, indoor concerts, um, you know, a lot, a lot of common sense stuff that they shouldn't be doing anyway. Right? right. But the problem that I have with it is the NFL is going to find players for doing those things. 
and and I saw even one report said that if you are caught doing those things and and you get uh, infected, it could possibly void future guarantees. Like you don't yeah. get paid for for games that you miss, and it will void future guarantees in your contract, which right. is ridiculous. Well, I'm curious to know is uh, what is the uh, what's what, what's the process for this, right? Like like okay, you you catch somebody, they say no. I wasn't there or, or whatever. Like what's the process of, of, of going through this, you know, the, the punishment? Well, they're talking about, you know, possibly teams using uh, their own security to kind of keep tabs on players or allowing uh, people to call in. Like I guess the NBA also has a tip line yeah. for people to call in and snitch on players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I imagine it's just going to be that, Hey, you know, X, Y, and Z saw you at, at, at this club, so you're fine. Period. So, you know, there's something I saw in there that said, you know, they're not allowed in clubs, they're not allowed mm-hmm. in bars, except to pick up food, right? right? Did you read that part? Except to pick up food. Yeah. Now, yeah. I can see it getting a little uh, sketchy, right? If, if you have, like, we, we're going to talk about Jamal Adams later on in the show. But, you know, you have Jamal Adams who was beefing with the Jets. And... Mm-hmm. He goes to his his favorite bar to pick up pick up a burger or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, uh, he was in there for for quite a while, you know, uh, you know, we we think he was in there partying, you know, mm-hmm. um, so we're gonna go ahead and avoid his contract, right? Yeah. How did they how did they settle that dispute? No, man, I was in there. The, my food wasn't ready. I sat at the bar, you know, get a drink or whatever. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you could do. Like if you're a player and you're going to go into a bar, you put it in an order as soon as you get there and be like, Hey, just hold on to that. And uh, I'll take it when I'm leaving. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if you, if you, if you ordered food, what are they going to say? Yeah. No, you, exactly. you time limits? But this, this is my thing. Like you can't, you can't be putting personal restrictions on, on players. Like if you want to have this season, you want to make sure everybody's following the same, you know, set of rules and everybody's staying safe and nobody's getting, you know, infected and putting others at risk, you have to do what the NBA did. Or even, I mean, I'd say even what UFC did, you have to set up a, a facility for that to happen. I agree. You can't just say we're back, um, you're on your own, and if you happen to get it, then you're screwed. Right. And also, what restrictions are you putting on the coaching staff, the front office? None, I'm sure. Because these are people that are going to interact with the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if there's no restrictions on them, this whole thing is, is worthless. Yeah. Well, it's not worthless. They're doing it for a point because they want to avoid contracts. They, they want a, a way for, for them to be able to get out of contracts that they don't want to be in. Well, and also, you know, the, uh, the players are the ones who are bringing in the money. So you, you want to make sure that they're out there. So you're, you're going to get as draconian as you possibly can to make sure you're not, you don't want to have any games where you're not uh, putting Pat Mahomes out there. You know, you don't want to have any games where Ezekiel Elliott's not playing for Dallas. You know, you don't want to have any games where Tom Brady is sitting on, you know, sitting at home because he got infected and, and Tampa Bay is out there with whoever, you know, they can throw out there as a backup. You want to make sure that those guys are healthy and playing because that, you know, that's going to put, in theory, you're going to put more money in your pocket. Yeah, and I understand that, but, you know, the coaches are out there with them. So you would think, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to keep these guys healthy. The coaches have to follow the same protocols, right? Yeah, you would think. 
Yeah. But uh, and but also, you know, this is a deal with the NFLPA. They don't have any, uh, you know, they don't really have authority over the, the coaches. I mean, they, they have a separate union. So yeah. the NFLPA is bad at negotiating. Yeah. So this is what you can <laughs> yeah. get. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we mentioned that the there's an opt-out clause uh, for NFL players, right? They have to exercise it, I think, by August 3rd. Uh, yeah. One player has actually opted out of the season already. The, uh, that's Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, one of the starting linemen for the Chiefs, their right guard. He also happens to be a, an actual doctor, right? So, you know, he's up in Canada. He, he's from Canada. And he decided to opt out and work in a clinic there, you know, yeah. um, which, I mean, that, that, that's, 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 a, that's a great sacrifice for him, you know, putting himself in harm's way, you know, and, and, and just skipping out on the NFL season. Yeah. Um, Obviously, other players aren't going to be doing that if they opt out. They're going to be, you know, probably just staying home and, and, and staying safe. Um, the, the, the problem that I have with the opt out, as you know, we just mentioned, the, <laughs> I think that, that the, the teams are, or, or some players, I think there's kind of an opportunity to take advantage of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, because you, you, they're saying that there's going to be a option to opt out like early in the season as well, right? Um, right now, what they're talking about is if you show up for week one, and you play at least one game, then this counts as a contract year for you. Right. So I'm sitting here and immediately I'm thinking, Yannick Ngankwe shows up, plays one game, goes home. And the Jaguars never see him again. And screw the Jaguars, man. You know, I, yeah. I, I can't wait for that to happen. And you know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. Yeah. He told you he doesn't want to be there, right? He told mm-hmm. you last year he didn't want to be there. He told you this offseason he didn't want to be there. And you refuse to trade him. So, yeah, this is a good opportunity for him to say, all right, week one is coming. Let me go ahead and sign that tender. I'll be there. Week one, he probably won't even get that many snaps because he hadn't been practicing. Yeah. Right? right, and he'll go out there. I'm, I'm damn sure not showing up for training camp. Right, no. <laughs> right. He'll show up, he'll show up there, um, you know, grab his popcorn, watch a game on the sideline, <laughs> shake you know, shake hands with some of his 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 teammates. Tell him, all right, you know, wish you well. No but, jersey you know, swaps though. No that's jersey dangerous. swaps. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's not sanitary, right? But yeah, and then he opts out and he's done with them. And mm-hmm. then what are you going to do? Because that counts as a season. So if you want to bring them back next year, you got to tag them again, and that tag goes up. Right. Right. And the, and the cap is coming down. So it's yes. going to be even harder for you to do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think, you know, outside of cases like that, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, you know, often. I don't think no, a, no. a lot of players would do something like that. I just think it would be funny if Yannick did it. But uh, I, don't, I don't think there will be too many players opting out. They've got – the, the players in a situation where it's really, you know, come to work or, or screw you. Yeah. Um, I said that, that stipend that they're talking about is not really a stipend. It has to be paid back if you don't make the team. You're already anticipating a drop in the cap for the next couple of years. So if you're a veteran, there's a good chance you're not making the team next year. Like unless, unless you, you're solidly in place as a starter, you know, an upper, upper level player. You oh, you have too much guaranteed rookies. money. Like we talked about CJ yeah. Mosley, right? I mean, they can't do right. CJ Mosley in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of players that's not your situation, and they will they'll jump at the chance to replace you with a rookie. Yeah. You know, a, a lower cost player. 
Speaking of CJ um, Mosley, mm-hmm. I can see CJ Mosley being another player that's just like, yeah, yeah, screw it. You know, like, I, I right, you know, yeah, he'll miss out on the money, right? The rest of the money for the mm-hmm. year, but also he don't want he don't want to play for Gates. Nobody wants to play for Gates. Right, and he was already on Twitter uh, complaining about the the personal restrictions. Yes, yeah, that's ridiculous. And and the Jets are that organization that tried to sabotage a player like Mosley because when Mosley signed the deal, uh, it was reported that Adam Gates wasn't happy with the contract that Mosley got, thinking mm-hmm. you know that he got paid too much. I could see them doing trying to do something shady with Mosley to to get out of pain, like they did with Assembly. Yes, yes. You know, like uh, yeah, they're they're not an organization that you know has a reputation for uh, you know being player first or anything yeah. like that, anything close to it. Uh, you know, since we, we we started talking about it, you know Jamal Adams came out and ripped Adam Gates the other day. They just traded him away. Now, I mean, they got a lot for him. Yeah, but you're you're a team. You have a coach who he didn't do anything to earn that job. He's never had any success as a head coach. Nobody, nobody seems to like him. No. What, what are you, what are you doing keeping him for? Why, why, why are you running talent out of town and keeping this guy for what? Yeah, you know, this goes back to an earlier episode where we talked about really the lack of talent in the front office, and you know. Uh, coaching staff, right? These aren't, these aren't professional level um, uh, personnel, mm-hmm. right? And that's a good example of it. Gaze has shown you that he's not a good coach. He's not a good coach. He's a bad coach. He's not um, good with the players. He's right. not good. He's not good managing. I mean, we didn't even he's talk about... He's not even good with the media. No, he's not good with the media. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good PR person. He's, he's not good. He, maybe he's a good X's and O's guy, but we don't even really know that. He built his rep off of you know, being on a coaching staff that coached Peyton Manning for a year, you know, yeah, and Peyton Manning vouched for him, but that doesn't mean anything, you know. Well, no, it, it does because the league is is run on nepotism. Well, so no, yeah, no, they all love, career, they but, love yeah. the Mannings. Yeah, everybody loves the Mannings. They're they're you know NFL royalty. So if Peyton says he's the guy, then he's the guy. Well, yeah, 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 but he's he's shown you uh, in Miami that he's not good and he's showing you right now in New York that he's not any good and he'll still get another job after this. Uh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. If he even loses this job, I mean, True. True. He, he should have been fired already, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's going to be some interesting uh, story uh, headlines, I think coming up with, um, with this opt out option. Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm interested to see if anybody else takes advantage of that. I, I, I don't think a, a lot of players will, because they're going to be worried about their their future prospects at that True. point. We I don't need a lot of think, players. We just need the right players. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think that NFL owners will have any problem getting rid of guys who who don't show up for this season. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just so. like you know, just like Jerry Jones did with a guy who decided he was going to kneel. And the next week he was cut for performance reasons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to go through with the season for now. Um, yeah. The part of it they can actually finish. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to have a full season. I'm still skeptical about whether or not the season even starts. Um, I read a report earlier that 90 players have already tested positive for mm-hmm. coronavirus, you know, across the league. 
uh, 20, right. I think it's like 20 some odd rookies have tested positive, you know, and, mm-hmm. and camp is just getting ready to start. Yeah. But I think they, they are counting on that already. They're saying, you know, once everybody comes in, that's why, you know, the first couple of days is just for testing and everything. Um, they're counting on a lot of positive tests, right. but the fact is it's the end of July and the season doesn't start till September. Yep. So they get those positives out of the way. Hopefully those players get healthy. They come back and they're saying, Hey, you know, we're, we're ready to go week one. It's right. going to be when players start testing positive in season that I think it's just going to fall apart. Yeah. So how, how many, how many weeks do you, do you think they'll go before it's going to have to, they're going to have to wrap it up? I think I'm going to say, I'm going to say by week seven. They're, they're, you know, it's all falling apart. And yeah. they, just, they say, hey, we're going to, I think they'll postpone it. They'll say, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to hit pause. We'll be back later in the year, you know, and, and then it'll just get canceled. Yeah. Seven's a good number. I was thinking like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they're just going to, you know, they're, they're building up momentum, right? You know, the fans are all real excited about football coming back. The players are excited about coming back, even though they have issues with the, the agreement. You know, uh, I think they're building up momentum and they're just going to lower their shoulder and, you know, bowl through whatever issues come up in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. They say, hey, yeah, I don't care that Mahomes and Tyreek and Travis Kelsey are all out. We're playing football. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to be like when it keeps happening, like fans don't want to watch games where their team is losing because, you know, three or four guys got, it, got an infection. Right. You have to sit out a couple of weeks, and you know, you, what are your what's the end result of the season going to look like? What are your results going to look like? You know, the way the game is played, I, man. Like, if a couple of players on a team test positive, you really have to work with the assumption that they all have it. Yeah, you know? and if they test positive after a game, you got to work with the assumption that the other teams got it too. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm not sure exactly when they're going to be taking their, their test. You know, they say they've been saying there's going to be daily tests. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I know that you're not going to lock down a couple thousand players, coaches, you know, and, and you know, assistants and all of that for six months and everybody's going to follow the rules. No, no. That's why I think I, I can see after, after, I can see after the first week, there being some more positive tests because mm-hmm. yeah, you're, you're going to get people that just aren't going to follow the rules. You get, I, I heard Bomani Jones say it. There are some players that are just going to be like, yeah, actually I think this whole thing is a hoax. Right. Yeah. Well that, that is, you know, we, we talked about it earlier. I said, you know, athletes in, you know, just in general, in all these sports, athletes are not immune from being American and Americans are selfish and stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, player, players are just going to go out there. You know, what they're, what they're counting on is, Hey, this player goes out, he gets the virus, comes in, test positive, and we can isolate him and it won't spread to the rest of the team. Even if that, if it plays out that way and it works that way, it's just going to be a much worse product. And fans yeah. are going to be, they're not going to want to watch it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. The minute a star player gets it and that team loses the game, then it's, oh, well, it's because our, our player was, was out, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And nobody, nobody wants to miss the playoffs by a game because your quarterback missed two or three weeks with, it, with an infection. Yeah. You know? If they, had a, if they had a plan similar to the NBA where they said, okay, 
we are going to have we're going to play you know in a isolated you know area we're going to we're going to pick you know a couple of locations in these places you know out in omaha or wherever it's just out in the middle of nowhere we're going to isolate the players out there and we're going to play in these facilities wow. shout out to all the fans in omaha right there whatever oh <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um, you know, just just a, a remote location type type of place, and mm-hmm. just say we, you know we're going to play in these these facilities, and um, it's going to be a shortened season. We're going to do like eight games, you know, maybe a shortened playoffs or something like that. You know, it's it's not going to be what you're used to, but it's it's going to be something to get us through this this season. Mm-hmm. I think that is that is more attainable than than what they're trying to do now. Well, I mean, in theory, but like, it's just, it's not, it's not workable. Like you, there's no place where you can have 32 teams of 53 players each in all, you know, 32 or 16 fields because yeah. you can't have multiple games on, on a field, right? Yeah. Like the field's going to get torn up immediately. Mm. Like there's just well, no place. That's why I say have a few locations. That's why I say have a few few locations. Well, yeah, but then, then you're still traveling at that point, you know? Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, it's either you're traveling and, and you're still putting people at risk or you're saying, let's do the college method and we're only playing division games and division winners get to go to the playoffs. But then, you know, that's going to screw other teams, you know, teams in, in stronger divisions. Yeah. Right? So like the NBA can do it because, you know, you only brought back a portion of the league. The rosters are much smaller. You already had that facility set up at, you know, in Orlando, you know, they have multiple courts there. You can go and play. Yeah, it's just not viable for the NFL that you shouldn't be playing. That's, yeah, that's what it, it all comes down to. I mean, n- none of these leagues should be playing. Not even the NBA, but mm-hmm. at least they had the they had a much better plan in place to yeah. to try to you know mitigate the the uh, the risk. So right. the NFL, this isn't a plan. This is this is no. a joke. <laughs> I, I think that I think that really they looked at it and they said, you know, this is a contact sport. You've got five offensive linemen and, you know, four or five guys on defense, you know, smashing into each other every single play. Every play ends with somebody getting tackled. Like, you can't play it safely, so why do I need a plan? We're just going to play. Yeah, and I'll say this. And if you get sick, you're out. Look, I'll say this. If they make it through the whole season, playoffs and all, right, they will claim it's, it's a success, you know, the protocols worked, but I will, I will firmly believe that they just covered up tests. They yeah. covered up positive tests. Like there's mm-hmm. no way, there's 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 no way that they can make it through this season without a good chunk of players testing positive. You had three teams that are located in Florida that has everything opened up because right. their governor's an idiot, right? Yeah, you know, everything's opened up. They have the highest cases of positive tests, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, in the country or are they, or, or is it Yeah, Texas? I think they, they just passed New York. Okay. Uh, I think right now, they, the last number I saw, they had like 430,000, I want to say, somewhere around there. Yeah. You can't, uh, and, you can't stand this, outside to get yeah. some fresh air without catching it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so teams traveling to Florida, right? What are their means of travel? That's one. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you restricting them to? Because okay, you can say can't go to a club, can't go to 
can't go to a bar with more than 15 people. You can't go wherever. But, you know, if they go, if, if, if they go to, to five guys to pick up a burger, yeah. they can catch it there. If you go to your hotel where there's other people staying, yeah, you can catch it there. there. Yeah. We, yeah. Just, we just did, uh, we, we just watched um, USC Fire Island, right? Kamaru Usman mm-hmm. versus Jorge Masvidal. The original car was supposed to be Kamaru Usman versus Gil- Gilbert Burns. And Gilbert mm-hmm. Burns tested positive uh, for COVID-19. And yeah. in his interview, he said, look, I took all the, uh, the uh, precautions that I needed. I didn't go anywhere. I stayed in a hotel and I still got it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they asked him, well, how do you think you caught it? He said, honestly, I think it's just because I was just down here in Florida. <laughs> He's like, you can't get away. That's what he said. He's like, look, honestly, I think it's just, it's just Florida. Like, you can't get away from it. Yeah. You know? And you got three yeah. NFL teams that are going to be playing, traveling. People are going to be traveling there. People are going to catch it. Right. And like you said before, you know, there's no restrictions on people who are not players, but you're still going to be traveling with the team. Like the right. coaching staff is still going to be traveling with the team. You know, I mean, whoever you have working with the equipment and, and stuff like that, you know, quality assurance coaches, video people, like you're going to be traveling with the team, you know, to these games, presumably. So, yeah. you, but you're not, you're not worried about what they're doing. Right. You know? Right. And we, uh, you know, we know there are some coaches that like to party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I heard, I heard some rumors about Sean Payton. Uh, I, I saw that those guys swept under the rug real quick. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? Who Jay knows? Gruden. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay loves the party unless, unless you have a phone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jay is not cool with you, you know, you, you, you schooling with his evening. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. But, all right. Um, you want to get into the Jamal Adams trade? Yeah, we can talk about that. All right. So, just about, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes ago, hour ago from uh, this recording, Jamal Adams was traded from the Jets to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they mm-hmm. traded Adams and a fourth round pick and in return they in got 2022. in 2022. Yes. A fourth round pick in 2022. And they are receiving a first round pick in 2021. A first, a first and third uh, this coming draft. And then the first in 2022. So two yeah. firsts and, and a third. <sighs> and it's, it's, it's way too much is what it is. Like, you know, a lot, a lot of people are saying, Hey, you know, there's not going to be a college season. The draft is going to be kind of a crapshoot. It is anyway. That doesn't mean there aren't going to be good players in it. Like right. <laughs> you, you still need them. But more than that, you're trading away three premium picks at a time when you're not going to have the money to replace those players in free right. agency. Like the cap's going down. Yeah. You're not going to be able to go and sign you know veterans to replace those players on rookie contracts. Like those, those draft picks are going to be even more valuable than they usually are. And you're just giving them away. Yeah, yeah. And also, like you said before, uh, I want and you know, a safety. I think they they also traded one of their safeties, uh, McDougal. McDougal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, yeah. You said that in there. Um, how some think uh, this this next draft is going to be a weaker draft because there's no season. That's ridiculous. I mean, well, yeah, not, not necessarily a, a weaker draft. Just they won't have any idea who to draft. That's also ridiculous. Right. I mean, you, yeah. you don't have film on these guys. Like you, you don't look, you don't need three years of, of tape on a player to know if they can play or not. You don't need that. 
Well, yeah. And, and look, granted, there's going to be guys who make big improvements, right, yeah. from year to year. Mm-hmm. And and you won't be able to see that. And they, you know, they'll slip through. True. But, you know, I, I mean, I'm, this is a bad example because he, he was going to set it out the year anyway. But a guy like Justin Ross, mm-hmm. uh, the wide receiver from Clemson, you know he can play. Yeah. You don't need to see him play again this year. No. You know he's, the, he's one of the top receivers in the country. Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, Travis Etienne, from, also from Clemson. You know he can play. You don't need to see him play again. Yeah. Right? You know Trevor Lawrence. I mean, all Clemson. Jesus. You know Trevor Lawrence yeah. and Justin Fields, <laughs> other, other top quarterbacks. Yeah. Right? You don't need to see them play again. And also, okay, even if you want to say, look, I don't feel comfortable uh, with this draft, so I want to get a short mm-hmm. thing. All right, cool. What about 2022? Right. You know, why'd yeah, you give up? Look, and, and, and you may say, hey, you know, think there's still going to be some effects going on, and that's fine. You have to draft players, though. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just you can't just stop doing it. Because you have to pay Jamal Adams as well, and the yeah. cap may go down next year. Right. It's it's very likely that it goes down. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it it's a, a little over two hundred million right now, a bit over two hundred million. They're talking about a salary floor, a salary cap floor of 175. Yeah. So it'll be at least that, but you know, it, it's, it's not going up. You know, it's, it's going to be less than what you're paying right now. Yeah. So you need to be able to make up the difference in draft picks. Now the jets, they have, you know, a couple, a few extra picks now to, to fill out their roster without having to, to pay veterans, you know, and, and, that's good for them. That's good for them for rebuilding. They're going to screw it up because of the Jets. Yeah. But that's what teams need to be thinking of, you know? Not yeah. let's get rid of all our picks and, and bring in, yeah, Jamal Adams is a sure thing. But how big of an impact is he going to make on your team? And is he a sure thing that's sure enough to replace those four players that you just got rid of? Yeah. Because, you know, it's you know, McDougal plus three high draft picks that you traded away from Jamal Adams. Yeah. Uh, look, I can see how Seattle look or Seattle fans can look at it and say, yeah, it's a lot, but we got another really good player on the defensive side. And, you know, we got Russell Wilson. And as long as we have Russell Wilson, we're going to compete. And that's true. But yeah. The other you know, question is, does Jamal Adams play offensive line? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> can, can he protect Russell Wilson's blind side? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, people people criticize Russ for for you know running around a lot and and just kind of, I mean, pulling out of his ass basically. Yeah. Like, but what do you what do you want him to do? I understand that you know he 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 runs out of out of clean pockets sometimes, but man, like one out of every every twenty pockets are clean. You know, yeah. every, all the rest of the time he has to run. So yeah. uh, excuse, uh, excuse him for trying to get a little head start. Right. Excuse him for not believing that that dude's going to hold his block this time. He's got to do what he needs to do to survive. And he does it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He survives and makes plays. So there's, there's no complaints there. Yeah. You know, um, and also they have Trading some first round picks, using first round picks on backup running backs, letting dudes just leave and create. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Why do you hate Russell Wilson so much? Yeah, every year. What did they draft this year? This year, they traded out of the first, I believe. I think I asked um, this in another, in another uh, podcast. Yeah, too. I can never, I can never. <laughs> I always forget. Too. I can never ever remember. It's uh, 
Hang on. Let me, let me pull it up here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they traded out like, the like, first. Like, didn't I ask this before? No, they didn't. No, they didn't trade out. They got somebody. Did they not? Well, I mean, usually they do. So, I don't. Let me see here. Okay. First round, Jordan Brooks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't. I, didn't, I, I like Jordan Brooks and all. But <laughs> yeah, they took Jordan Brooks. He That's right. Linebacker. Yeah, he was the first. That's right. They got before Patrick Queen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he, I'm, I'm with you, though. I it's do like funny, Jordan Brooks. It's funny. I do like Jordan Brooks, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, but it is funny because they always make these moves. It's just like you, you know, I will you know say this. Comes from? It's, it, mm-hmm. You know what it comes from? It comes from they got lucky one or two years when they, they put together yeah. the Legion of Boom. And ever mm-hmm. since then they're like, Yeah, we know what we're doing, right? We don't need to follow, yeah. we don't need to follow what, what everybody else is doing. We just do our own thing. And to a certain extent that's true, but you gotta get it right. Well, yeah. I I was gonna say, you know, sports are entertainment. That's all they are. Right. Yeah. They're not you know, the, the athletes can do uh, bigger things like LeBron's doing right now. His, his foundation is paying off a lot of uh, uh, fines in Florida for felons so that they can vote, right? Yeah. So, you know, though the money they make allows them to do things. But the, the game itself is just entertainment. And I appreciate Seattle, man. Like, I Googled that. And <laughs> I don't know what's going to come up. It's not logical. <laughs> you know, a few years ago, again, they, they, they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round. Why? Rashad Penny's a backup running back. Yeah, they drafted him, and he had no shot of starting. That's that's the head scratcher. Like Cause. they drafted him, and, and, like, and like I said, no, I Chris Carson's it. our guy. I, oh, they said it from day why, one. Why would you even ask it. that? They said, <laughs> said it from day one and meant it. Like most teams, yeah, Chris Carson's our guy. You know, until we have to play games, then it's the first round pick. When it nah, comes nah, to the, Seattle, man. When it comes to the roster, Pete Carroll don't lie, man. You know when, when they, did, you know when when they signed Matt Flynn, they didn't say Matt Flynn was going to be the starter. They said it's going to be an open competition, yeah. and Russell Wilson won it, right? When they yeah. drafted Matt Rashad Penny in the first round, snap for Seattle. <laughs> when they drafted Rashad Penny in the first round, they were like, "No, he's not the starter. Why are you even asking? It's it's, it's Carson. Right. He's our guy," and they meant yeah. it. Yeah, right, so. right. Oh. I mean, switching guys from D line to O line. Drafting <laughs> running backs in the first, drafting Jordan Brooks. Like, it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah, it is. It is. And having Russell Wilson, you can, you can do stuff like that and, and yeah. have fun. They're an interesting franchise. They are. Yeah. Carolina does stuff like that, too, but it's not as fun. It's not as entertaining. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bad. It's just dumb. Why did you take Vernon Butler over Chris Jones? Why did you do that? Why did you get Kelvin Benjamin and Coney Ely when you could have had Demarcus Lawrence and Allen Robinson? I don't, I don't know. But it wasn't fun. Yeah. You know, every year we have a draft. And no matter – well, not no matter what, but for the most part, you get excited for the players that your team drafts. Even if it's mm-hmm. not who you want to be, you say, okay, I see, I see, you know, I see why they got that guy. Yeah, you know what? You talk yourself into it. Yeah, you know what? He's going to be good. He's going to be good. But it's always a bad feeling when you know a player is bad. You just, you just know, like, man – why do we do that? Yeah. Like he can't play, and then Jimmy he turns Clawson. out to be exactly what you what you think he is. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Clawson, Jimmy Clawson, Dwayne Jarrett, you know, uh, Ever Brown. Uh, this guy's not a bad player. I'll, I'll say, I want to preface this by saying he's not a bad player. But why did we draft Shaq Thompson because he could play running back? Right. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are, linebacker. Just, those are just <laughs> as bad. The players that you know they can play, but they, there's there's no reason for your team to get them. 
Armani Edwards. Why? Why was that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what happens in Marty Herney's brain when he watches college film. I really don't. Yeah. He, drafted a, he traded up and drafted a dude who had never played wide receiver to play wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, yeah he's, because, he's clearly a genius, though. Yeah. He's clearly cause, a genius. Cause, yeah, because, you know, he's a professional. No, no. I mean, he's a genius because he got fired and he has that job currently, the yeah. one he got fired from. Yeah, he's back. He's back. I don't know there. how you do that either. He, yeah, he got he got rehired and he survived the the the, the takeover, the ownership, yeah, the regime change. Yeah, I thought for sure. Like, okay, when they said Marty Herney's coming back after Dave Gettleman got fired, I was like, that's that's a lie. That's not. <laughs> but you know, Jerry Richardson was there. That's Jerry Richardson's guy. So okay, fine, it happened. Whatever. I thought there's no chance he's still the GM when the new owner comes in. But again, here we are. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you can't write stuff like that. Nah. Okay. Um, anything else we need to cover? Uh, no, I think that was it for the, the NFL reopening. Um, so camps, camps are going to start. On. So when, when is a training camp officially start? Um, Houston and Kansas city. Uh, their players are coming in this weekend, I think, and then everybody else is is next week, early next week. Uh, that's when camps are going to open, and you know that's also when the NBA is going to be reopening. So the NFL will have a little bit of cover for anything that goes wrong for the first couple of days. So yeah, people will be focusing on on the NBA. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So there's not going to be any preseason, so it's just practice all the way through and I, and I think there's not gonna be any contact for the first what three weeks yeah some uh, around three weeks I think yeah the, at the beginning it's just going to be testing and virtual meetings and whatnot yeah uh, until they, they can be sure everybody is healthy and then you can you know go about the process of getting people sick yeah <laughs> so now look look we're critical obviously because you know as much as we love football you know we want these players to be safe right mm-hmm. we want them to be healthy mm-hmm. You know, not just because, you know, we're we're football fans, like, you know, we want people to be healthy. We want to get, you know, past this pandemic. And you can't do that by trying to go about things like, you know, everything's normal. It's not normal. Right. right. So yeah, we're gonna watch because we're football fans. We're gonna get excited when we see them out there running around, you know, in their helmets and throwing the football around. We'll get excited because we're you know, that's the fan in us. But you know, you know, your health comes first. Safety comes first. Yeah, not in not in this country. It's money over everything. Yeah, which is why these leagues are starting back up. Yeah. But you know, hopefully, hopefully they can they can pull it off without you know too many people getting sick. Yeah. Um, I don't believe it'll go that way, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, I am I am very much looking forward to how like what kind of mask cam chooses to accessorize with you know to go with his hats and his outfits and whatnot i want to i want to see what what he what he brings for us in 2020 uh other than that i mean I you gonna have a bedazzled I, mask I, yeah maybe maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. you know maybe it's gonna be a, a a typed out message from cam that we have to spend a couple of weeks deciphering you know, yeah. maybe that, that's just fun for him that is one of the things i am excited to see this this season man like obviously I want to see Lamar get busy again, right? Um, I wasn't, look, wasn't a fan of this draft, 
but we got some good players in the draft. I think J.K. Dobbins. Is I don't know why you're getting excited about Lamar. Lamar, Lamar ain't gonna be playing. Look. Lamar, Lamar flew to Florida and was just out in the park working out with randos. Right. He ain't being safe. Right. I, I hope. I hope I, I can see him for at least one game. Him and J.K. Dobbins <laughs> and, and Hollywood Brown in second year, healthy Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see that. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm joking, but hopefully, hopefully yeah. that that crew gets a. Uh, gets together and, and, and plays the full season. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's going to be a special, special offense. Yeah. If uh, if Hollywood is as good as he's looked in those workouts. Yeah. But and if, if Duvernay can can contribute at all, if Miles Boykin is is, you know, takes a step, they're gonna be real tough to stop. Yeah, I'm moving for Miles Boykin, man. But you know, but Cam, same thing, man. Like I'm excited to see Cam in New England. One, a healthy Cam. Two, with mm-hmm. uh, you know, the best coach in the in the game, you yeah. know, and I, I, I'm, yeah. I want to see how he elevates that team. And you know, because it's, it's going to be chip on his shoulder, huge chip on his shoulder, and he's feeling it, man. He's feeling himself, like he yeah. he knows it, and that's going to be great to see him go out there in New England and just tear it up with the same players that that Tom Brady had last year. Then everybody's making excuses like, oh, he doesn't have any players. Man, yeah. listen, Cam, it, it might take a few weeks because Cam is going to be real confused when he's not having to get up off the ground after every single play. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to know what's going on. Yeah. But, you know, Julian Edelman, he's he's getting up there. He's having some issues with his hands now. Mohamed mm-hmm. Sanu, I don't know how much Sanu has left. I know he was playing hurt last year. So, I mean, hopefully he has a, a better season uh, this year. Yeah. And Keel Harry, I was never a big fan of. I. I just don't see a guy that can that can really get a lot of separation. Hopefully, right. I'm wrong there, though. But you know, those are the, those are the type of receivers that Cam's used to having. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there are a couple of classes above the type of receiver Cam's <laughs> used to. I mean, Brenton Burson again, man, tripping over his own feet in the open field. Yeah, yeah. But Kalen, he will have James White. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Sony Michelle. And I, I do like those two. But I like yeah, Sony well, people are down on Sony Michelle because Sony hasn't been playing well. Uh, I do like those two tight ends they drafted, also though. Yeah, uh, I think the I think the offense will be fine. Yeah. Um, so you know, as long as they get to play, and I think I think Cam's got something for everybody this year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for those two players. Always excited to see Pat Mahomes play. You know. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's there's a couple. Uh, there's, there's a few uh, stories that I want to see play out this season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Clowney. I'm still waiting to see if, if he's going to get signed or what. I mean, I'm sure he will. But, again, at this point, if you're a Jadavian Clowney, do you, why would you want to go to training camp? Right. right. And why? For what? Nobody likes training camp. You know, somebody like him, maybe he, he may just want to sit out this season, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Stay healthy. You know, avoid all that. Avoid risk getting getting uh, infected, and just come come through next year in perfect shape. Or you know, unfortunately, wait for somebody to get infected, and then the team has a a, a pressing need, and yeah. you know they can come and and pay him whatever whatever it is he's looking for. Yeah. Or or he can catch on. You know, if not for the money, then he can catch on with a team that has a good shot at winning a title. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, so that's pretty much everything. As as the um, as we get closer to training camps being in full swing, 
we're going to cover it more. We're going to cover what's going on, these camps, who's looking good, who's not looking good, uh, what our expectations are. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be back talking about the NBA restarting also oh, yeah. uh, next week. Yeah, uh, And along with that, you know, if you check out our, our Twitter account, LBHT Show, you know, at LBHT Show, the pinned tweet, we're doing a giveaway for NBA 2K21, the right. Forever Edition. Yep. You know, you re- retweet and follow, you'll be entered to win. We're uh, going to be announcing the winner on July 30th. Yep. So that's coming up. So be on the lookout for that. And what's fit? Oh, we got to do a, the question. We got to do the question for the, for the show. Well, see, the problem there is that I did not think of a question because I forgot that we were going to do that. That's right. That's right. You know what? The question could be, um, how many games do you think the season, you know, we're going to have this season in the NFL? Yeah, I, I, already, I, I, came in and I said I, I think seven. By week seven, we'll be uh, in shambles. Yeah. So I'm going to say six games, and maybe they postpone it right before week seven. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with four. I'm going to go with four weeks. I think it's going to look pretty bad by week three. They'll stumble through week four, and then they're going to say, all right, guys, let's bring it back in. Yeah. So, so we're, yeah, we're close. Six and six and four. Okay. But, yeah, that's everything. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash LBHT slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.